0: Alright, we'd like to welcome everyone to Landmark Baptist Church this morning. Uh, we had made the decision to cancel the services and just trying to use caution, trying to use care. We didn't want nobody to get hurt, don't even want nobody to put forth uh, any, uh, anything they're uncomfortable with to be here. We just wanted to use some caution. But as I was praying this morning. And I pray every morning I thank God for the privilege of prayer But as I was praying this morning As the cars were coming down the road Going to work I got out a little bit of conviction And I looked outside And it's snowing a little bit but not much And I made the decision To go ahead and have church today And we won't hold it against you If you decide to stay home We just want to get the word of God out We just want to get the teaching And the preaching of the word of God I don't know how many days we've got I know this year is going to be a trying year to all mm-hmm. and uh, this one year probably a good time to be mindful of the word of God, be a good year to be close to God, I, I do believe a lot of people will be tried this year uh, with trials and troubles and stuff and God will get us through them mm-hmm. but uh, you know I'll just tell you we're up to the task but uh, we just wanted to go ahead and have service this morning. Uh, We wanted to get the Word of God out. That's why I said a while ago, uh, we decided we'd go ahead and have service. And uh, we saw a lot of churches had the doors open. We saw a lot of snow on the way over here, a lot of ice on the way over here. I want everyone to use their own judgment. If you want to be here for the worship service, uh, that'll be wonderful. If you want to stay home, watch it by way of the live stream, uh, that'll be wonderful too. Uh, we just realized that we needed to be here today, so we rescheduled the services here at Landmark. I want to explain that real quick. We'll have a quick word of prayer. We'll get Brother Donnie up here to read our, our verses for us today. Father, we thank you for this day. You've given us opportunity, Lord. You've afforded us, Lord, to be in your house. And Lord, we seek your blessings, Lord, today. Lord, we've got a lot of people that are sick. Some just mentioned to me even right now. And we pray, Lord, Father... Uh, Lord sister Sarah just shared with me that her father Bruce yes. found out he's got cancer and Lord we know you're bigger than cancer we know Lord you raise the dead we know you you cleanse the leper you open the eyes of the blind you unstopped the deaf ears there wasn't nothing Lord that you couldn't do and Lord we put this this need Lord that we put Bruce in your tender care ask you Lord to be with him Lord we know if you're with him he'll be fine and we pray, Lord, for her mother, Christina. She just mentioned that her father had passed away. And, Lord, we know you're the God of all comfort. Pray you'd comfort her. Be with her. I pray for Sarah's stepdad. His health's in decline. We pray for him. Oh, Lord, I pray for the Oaks family. We just found out. Oh, Lord, that their daughter passed away. We reluctantly, oh, Lord, I heard that news. We we wish, Lord, that it wasn't so. But we know, Lord, Your Word says here we have no continuing city, but we seek one to come. And Lord, we realize, Lord, one by one, the old song said, "Maybe it's you, maybe it's me." Someone to be called out to face eternity. We know not who it will be. Lord, we realize that's the way our lives is, Father. Are numbered days, and Lord, our steps—they uh, don't go as far as some do. His daughter was twenty. Six years or 27 years old, I believe. We pray for them, Lord. Be with them. Father, I pray, Lord, Father, for Kay. Sister Bonnie told me this morning that she had got out of the hospital and she's in signature rehab. Be with Kay, Lord. Her health is terrible and detriment, Lord. Her health is kind of in and out of consciousness. Be with her, Lord, and help her, Lord. I pray to get her health back. Help her husband, Mark. Lord he's somewhat better we pray for him yes. Lord we just pray for all Father we'd we, we run this list Lord through the whole Sunday school uh, lesson this morning Lord if we name them all but Lord we pray for all those Lord that are struggling yes. with health with finances struggling Lord with maybe Lord anxiety or fear Lord we know your word says let not our heart be troubled but Lord sometimes our heart does get troubled And Lord, that's when we call upon you. Peter started sinking. Brother Donnie started sinking yesterday. And Peter started sinking. He said, Lord, help me. And the Bible says immediately you pulled him up out of those raging waters. And you helped Brother Donnie yesterday. Lord, you are our present help in time of trouble. You are our refuge and our strength. Bless our service today. I got blessed, Lord, just driving here. And Lord, realize, Lord, what a blessing and honor it is to be here. I want to thank you, Lord. We made the decision to have the service today. Yes, May Lord. you get honor and glory and everything. Yes, in Christ's name we ask it, Father. Amen. Get another Donnie. We're going to read uh, Psalms 11 and 12.
1: Yeah, I want to thank the Lord for being here this morning. Allow me to live Amen. another day here in this world we're living in right now. I ask the Lord every time when I get up here to help me read his words like they meant to be read. That way Brother Eddie can break it down when I'm through reading them, but I pray the Lord help me, you know, read the words like they need to be read. We're reading out of Psalms 11 and and Psalms 12. Verse 1. And the Lord put, put my trust, how say ye to my soul, flee as as a bird to your mountain. Brother, I want to have some glasses this morning. It's kind of dim up here. I can't see I can't see nothing. There's some down there brother. I can't see Try nothing. them out there. It's not as strong as the ones i got on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Start Amen. Verse 1. In the Lord put I my trust. Amen. I say ye to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain. Verse 2. For lo, the wicked bend their bow. Yeah. They make ready their air upon the string. That they may privately shoot at the upright in heart. Mm. Verse 3. If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Oh my. Verse 4. The Lord is in His holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold. His eyelids try the children of men. Verse 5. The Lord try the righteous, but the wicked and him that loveth violence his soul hateth. Verse 6. Upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fire and brimstone, and a horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup. Verse 7. For the righteous Lord loveth righteousness. His countenance doth behold the upright. Psalms 12. Verse 1. Help, Lord, for the godly man ceases for the faithful fell from among the children of men. They speak vanity, every one, with his neighbor, with flattering lips and with a double heart do they, do they speak. Verse 3. The Lord shall cut off all flattering lips and the tongue that speaketh proud things. Verse 4. Who hath said with our tongue will we prevail? Our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? Verse 5 For the oppression of the poor for the signing of the needy now will I arise saith the Lord I will set him in safety from him that puffeth at him. Verse 6 The words of the Lord are pure words as silver tried in a furnace in a furnace of earth purified seven times. Verse 7 Thou shalt keep them O Lord Thou shalt preserve them with this generation forever. In verse 8. The wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted.
0: Amen. 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 Thank you, Brother Donnie. Brother. <clears throat> good job, brother. Brother Donnie read that so good, huh? I have to admit I was kind of proud of that reading there. He made them glasses made a difference. But, uh, Lord, we thank You, Lord, for what's been read. Yes, Father. We ask, dear Father, Lord, You'd give us, Lord, an uh, understanding. Yes, Lord. Ask You, Lord, to open Your words to us, make Your words known to us. Thank You so much for this portion of Scripture, Lord. Uh, as Brother Donnie was reading, I must admit, the Holy Ghost of God was speaking to me from the Word of God. I thank You, Lord, for what was yes, heard Lord. this morning. ask Your blessings on this yes, lesson, in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. That very first verse of Psalms chapter 11. I was glad Donnie got his glasses. I noticed first time he read it. He said, In the Lord put my trust. And I like that I in there. And all of us, it's a personal thing. All of us need to put our trust in the Lord. Yeah. He said, In the Lord put I my trust. Right. How say ye to my soul? And you know, we are sometimes drawn away we are sometimes carnally minded uh, sometimes maybe uh, not where we well out to be but I want you to listen how this is worded mm-hmm. how say ye to my soul flee as a bird to your mountain you know it's a place of safety you know go go high uh, get away from the danger you know bird one thing they got wings I don't have one or any. But a bird, when it's scared, it goes up. It flies up above the danger. But uh, we don't have to have wings. We got the Lord. Brother Donnie, he, he, he got them glasses. And he said, And the Lord put I, my trust. To, to a, I guess, I would maybe be a noun. My is a pronoun. And there's a big deal about pronouns nowadays. But uh, notice the emphasis is a personal Emphasis put I my trust, and then how I say you to my soul? You know the devil tempted Eve there in Genesis chapter three, and in that temptation uh, she succumbed to the lie of Satan. And uh, you know the devil will speak to your soul and say, you know, uh, you know, even with dismissing the service today. Uh, you know, we just trying to use some caution there. And when we did put forth the effort to be here, how blessed it was. Me and Donnie were driving on the Hay Grove Road, and it's singing a song. Uh, and you know, I have to admit, as they sing that song, I was telling Brother Donnie, I said, "Man, I'm getting blessed on my way to the house of God." And they Interrupted it with the news, Amen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's bragging on Jesus. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you, I like it. I like that song. Uh, I don't even know the name of it, but I like it. a spiritual song. The Bible says speaking to yourself in hymns and songs, spiritual songs. And uh, you know, we do every now and then speak to ourselves, but here this conversation is actually from someone to draw someone away, astray. How say ye to my soul? Flee as a bird to your mountain. And that's just a natural action. We see danger. Hey, I'm like everybody else. I want to climb a tree. Uh, I want to jump in the car, lock a door, load the gun, you know. But, uh, you know, we don't have to be afraid. The Bible says, uh, you know, we don't have to be afraid. Uh, Psalms 56 verse 3. What time I'm afraid I'll trust in thee. How old are you, Lucy? Seven Uh, my little boy was 8 years old and his 34 year old father was reading his Bible and uh, it was storming outside and my little boy came in the bedroom and he said Daddy I'm afraid and I told that little boy I said I'm afraid too son but I just read that verse Psalms 56 verse 3 Mm -hmm. and it's a simple verse and it says what time I'm afraid I'll trust in thee And uh, and the Lord put out my trust. How say ye to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? And the world will give you another alternative, you know, other than trust in God. they will say, I do this and you'll be all right. I take this. I'll let them shoot you with this. I I have to admit, I'm not going to get political here this morning, but I will tell you this. You don't need to put your trust in anything if the Lord is your Lord. Amen. He's the good Shepherd. He loves His sheep, calls them a name. He leads them to the to the still water, leads them to the green pasture. Uh, he leads us in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. There you And then verse two says, "For lo, the wicked bend their bow; mm-hmm. they make ready their arrow upon the string." You know, we're not we're not home yet. On the way home, there's a lot of enemies down here. And a lot of them, they'll say, you know, I I love you. They'll say, I'm just wanting to help you. And uh, all all behind the scenes, they've got a bow drawn back, uh, wanting to cause injury, cause problems. And uh, you're going to have to listen this morning. For lo, the wicked bend their bow. And make ready their arrow on the string that they may privately shoot at the upright in heart. They, they don't want you uh, in safety, they want you fearful, worried. But we don't have to be worried. I'm telling you, we've got all in all in our Savior Jesus Christ. I, I know this is going to be a terrible year. I've done hurt a little bit through the grapevine, some of the stuff's coming our way. And I know enough, just know the Bible. It talks about there in, in I believe it's Luke chapter 21, maybe Luke chapter 17. Donnie's reading in Luke right now. But it talks about men's hearts failing them for fear and looking on those things coming on the nations. Right now we've got so many wars uh, going on right now and rumors of wars going on right now. And a lot of people don't know this. Uh, but in that October the 7th attack uh, from Gaza, from Hamas, upon Israel uh, the people that they attacked was people that was trying to make peace with those terrorists you can't make peace with a murderer you can't make peace with a terrorist but uh, they were in between Jerusalem and Gaza and they you know, kind of took, uh, took their guard down they said, you know, this will be alright they're not going to do anything, and not only did they do something, just like this verse says right here it says, uh, The wicked bend bow. They're looking for an opportunity. They make ready their arrow on the string. And when a mosque attacked them October the seventh, and done unthinkable things to them, it was because that they had let their guard down, it was because that they draw nigh. To their enemy and left the safety of Jerusalem. You know, I can't explain all the events of our day, but it is a day of, of great trouble, perilous times. Paul said in Second Timothy chapter three. That's where we're at. But there's safety in our Lord under the shadow of the Almighty. We'll be all right. But the wicked—they're not going to go away. They're not going to let up. They think somehow that they can uh, get around the Bible. Corresponded last night with someone on the internet talking about the book, just an old fable book, just superstition. Hmm. And I said, that's easy to say that as long as death's not knocking on your door. But I said, when death comes, I don't care how big you are, don't care how strong you are, don't care how young you are, how, young you are how smart you are, how rich you are, when death knocks on your door and you have to answer it, you'll wish you had your trust in the Lord. I'll tell you, the Bible says it's appointed the man wants to die. and That's one appointment you won't change. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27. And I'm glad I have no more appointments with death. I'm glad I've got an appointment with heaven. One day I'll graduate this life. I guess I'm still in school. I hated school, but I'll tell you what, I had to go. And I hate down here, I guess in this school of the world, you know, where we see things we don't want to see. We hear things we don't want to hear. And we see people doing things we wish they wasn't doing. I don't have a choice. I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. My home's heaven. Abraham sojourned looking for a city that have foundation whose builder and maker is God. Uh, He was looking for a promised land. So am I. One day he got to leave out and so am I. But here, while we're down here, need to remember this. For lo, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready their arrow on the string that they may Privately shoot at the upright in heart. They want you to fall. Oh, I didn't do that. With me. Yet they're the very one that, when you had your back to them, they drew that bow back and let that arrow go. And then they claim us, you know, they lie both sides of their mouth. They blame everybody. But I'll tell you what. I'm glad God told Abraham in Genesis chapter 15 verse 1. Fear not Abraham I'm your shield. And your exceeding great reward. That's the same one watching over me. I'll tell you I'm talking great is our God. And he's great enough. And good enough to take care of us. In the journey we're in we'll make it. Even with the wicked. Verse 3. If the foundation be destroyed. What can the righteous do? There's an all out war. Right now on the Word of God. I got news for them and that news for all. This word's not going nowhere. Thank God for it. It's the greatest miracle of our day. There's been wars fought just to remove the Bible from the premises. I guess you see how they're taking the statutes down and rewriting all the laws and bypassing the Constitution. I'm not going to bypass this word. This word right here was settled in the heavens. Don, as he read this morning, he, he verse 7 of Psalms chapter 12, we're not there yet, but it says about these words, says, The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in the furnace and air purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Word of God not going nowhere. That lady, she's uh, one of those liberal professors. And I never posted anything on X or Twitter or whatever you call it. I did last night. I posted on there. I said, Lady, the same God that gave Jezebel space to repent in Revelation chapter 2, verse 21, went on to say, that she repented not, and I said. Her name's Joyce, I think. I said, "What will he say about you?" Because he's not going to go away. The word of God's not going to go away. The judgment of God's not going away. You can either fall on this word and live,
1: mm-hmm. or
0: one day it'll fall on you, mm-hmm. and you'll have eternity regret that you was in denial of what God said. God said everything in order. There's no missing creation. I mean, we got a bunch of lunatics down here. I mean, I, if I had a bunch of parts to a watch and threw them up in the air and it came down as a roll as a Rolex watch, that might even be possible. But God took nothing and made everything. Mm-hmm. Psalms 33. He spake and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. But if the foundations be destroyed, thank God that God. Settled his word in the heavens. Thank God he preserved his words. You know, my faith is upon what this verse 3 says. If the foundations be, if you can remove this word, then I, my hope will be gone. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, that faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Amen. I mean, that foundation of truth. The foundation of faith. There's no other foundation that a man can lay except the foundation of Christ. And you know what? It can't be destroyed. But if it could, what could the righteous do? We couldn't do nothing. But I'm glad God's greater than all the works of men. He's greater than all the means of man. And thank God, our foundation will not be destroyed. And we don't have to worry about what the righteous. What can the righteous do? Bible says, casting all your care upon Him, for He care for you. 1 Peter 5, verse number 8. Uh, Psalms 55, verse 22. Cast thy burden upon the Lord. He'll sustain thee. Call upon Him. It's rich in mercy to all that call upon Him. You can find refuge in Him. You can find forgiveness in Him. You can find strength in Him. Amen. Our foundation ain't like the foundation of this world. It has had an earthquake in Japan. Everything just fell. Sure, one great building, and the foundation was great. Just the ground went down, and the building still together, but it's down in a hole. Anybody that builds a house knows this. You better have a good foundation. Jesus talked about building a house on the rock, not on the sand. He said because the one on the rock could withstand the storms, and the one on the sand fell because it couldn't hold up to the storms. Thank God for our foundation. Lord is in his holy temple, thank God he is. If God's not up there, I don't even need to be here. But because he's up there, I want to be here. Like I told you, we got blessed. Just coming this morning.
1: Amen.
0: Even seeing snow on the road. Even seeing uh, you know, people driving slow and taking taking care of driving down the highway. I think the song was. What a friend I have what a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend he is. I don't know the name of it, but boy, they were singing that song and I was tapping that floor. And I told Dinah, I said I love that song, and about that time the news took it away. The Lord's in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His throne. You know, I can't do nothing about Bill Gates. I can't do nothing about Warren Buffett. I can't do nothing about our president. I can't do nothing about these colleges that are corrupting the minds of our children. I can't do nothing about the the shootings, the stabbings. But I'll tell you one thing I can do. I can look to the hills, mm-hmm. from which cometh my help. My help coming from the Lord that made heaven and earth. Psalm 121, verse one. Mm-hmm. You, you can look. You know, I know it's going to be an uproar this year. Probably going to be a lot of people shook up a little this year. I've heard through the grapevine, just a little, not wanting to scare nobody. I've heard through the grapevine, since we've got everything now digital, that they have the means to shut the grid down, that your phones won't work, your cars won't run, and nothing, I'm telling you, even the the heat of your house, even it'll stop unless you got propane, and I do. Got a backup heat. Hey, I'll tell you right now, uh, you know, we, we've come a long way, but we went the wrong way when we did go a long way. I love conveniences. But you put too much stock in digital, or even, a, uh, what's Musk's name? Elon Musk, is that right? Elon Musk said, beware of AI. Uh, artificial intelligence I believe that's what AI stands for It can't take the place of God see man was their own God uh, they want to make their own image they want to make their own means I, I, I'm going to take the one and have it's eternity mm-hmm. and I'm going to put all my confidence in him because he's in his holy temple the Lord's throne is in heaven a man would like to get to heaven but he can't they made a little accomplishment. They made it to the moon. I think maybe they made him, made it to Mars. That ain't even like that ain't even a superficial effort or superficial accomplishment compared to making it to heaven. I'm going to heaven. I ain't even got a spaceship or a spacesuit. I, I don't even have the means or the money to get me there, but I'm still going. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you one day he's gonna show up. You say, Well, if you want to. I know this, buddy. When he shows up, I'm leaving. I ain't looking back. I'm going to heaven by the grace of God. You can too. That's the only way to get to heaven. But the Lord, His throne is in heaven. And praise God. I haven't been to heaven yet. In some ways I have. Had a few times heaven came down, teared up, shot a little bit, had one of them fits, you know, where you just, you know, I, I don't mind it. As long as the Lord's in it. Mm-hmm. There's been a few times I didn't know what I was going to do. I'm just telling you it's bigger than me. And I have, I mean, made kind of like a Peggy McKamey. She'd get up there, and I mean, she'd shout, and she'd say, and she swinging that arm, you know. And I have to admit, I, I got in there a little bit with her, amen. I'm driving down the road with a guy. Life messed up. Is in jail even right now. But it just so happened, the radio played that song, The Guy of the Mountain. I looked over there, buddy, and I mean, he was... What and tears, and when he got where he could talk, he, he couldn't get a hold of even the words out. And when he got where he could just get what he got out, he said, There's something in that. He said, There's something in that. He said, I, I felt that in here. Yeah. And amen. I'm glad there's something in that. Amen. Mm-hmm. God's in his throne in heaven. Notice this his eyes behold the eyelids. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. His eyes behold. Read this as good as Brother Dottie did. His eyelids try the children of men. Uh, look at Psalms fourteen verse two. The Lord looking down looketh. The Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand and seek God. His eyelids try the children of men. Sometimes God will try you a little bit.
1: <coughs>
0: you know, we say we love God, but sometimes when we're tried, we fail to show we love God. First thing goes wrong, me and Brother Donnie, we was having a little bit of a pity party <laughs> last Saturday. And in the midst of our pig party, I started singing Father alone will know all about it. Father alone will understand why. Cheer up, my brother, live in the sunshine. We'll understand it. All by and by. Some things just don't make sense. Some things don't go like we think they should have went. And that's when I guess we're all questioning God. I mean Jesus on the cross. Of course he's fulfilling the scripture of Psalms 22 verse 1. But Jesus on the cross forsaken of men, forsaken of his disciples, forsaken of God because he had become sin that knew no sin and God's with pure eyes to look upon sin. Yet Jesus from the cross said, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Now he made that statement in accordance with Psalms 22 verse 1. Those priests knew who he was when he made that statement but they refused to believe that he was who he was sometimes events down here try you he said his eyelids try the children of men no matter what comes your way I believe it was Job went through such a sore trial and Job said though he slay me yet. though he slay me yet will I trust in him sometimes it comes just like that sometimes you say I just can't take no more can't go no more take a look at Calvary you can mm-hmm. we look at our light affliction we do all our complaining and all our murmuring and, and all of that and you take a look at Calvary the first thing you do is you zip it say Lord I'm sorry we don't have anything to complain about but, uh, he, he, he put himself through that on purpose because we had to be redeemed and there was no other way to redeem us except by his sacrifice the lord is in his holy temple the lord's throne is in heaven his eyelids behold or his eyes behold his eyelids try to chill the men the lord tryeth the righteous you know uh all of the things that we go through paul said knowing your brethren suffer the same affliction There's no you know you you might have it rough today sometimes I think I've got it rough and uh, we make the assumption you know that nobody's got it bad as I got it the Lord tried the righteous and you know what Job said when I'm tried Job said I'll come forth as gold tried in the fire Job made it through his trial but he didn't make it through it alone the Lord was with him And the Bible talks about that in the book of James. That we may know the patience of the Lord. But the Lord trieth the righteous. And we need to probably be a little bit more serious right here. Mm -hmm. But the wicked and him that loveth violence, his soul hateth. hateth. That's a strange statement from God that so loved the world. That gave his only begotten son. But I want you to know the Lord wants us to do right. Wants us to live righteous, godly, and soberly in this present evil world. Uh, Wants us to set a a, a right example. Uh, Don't be compromised. Uh, I'm telling you, one thing, if you've got any convictions at all, keep them. Don't let them be compromised. Be steadfast. Be unmovable in your convictions. He says, And him that loveth violence, his soul hateth. Notice this. Upon the wicked shall he rain snares, fire, and tempest, and a horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup. You know, we reap what we sow. God's not balked whatsoever man sowed that shall also reap. But the psalmist said, Thou preparest a table in the presence of mine enemies. Thou knowest my head with oil My cup runneth over. We got a different cup than the wicked does. Our cup is the cup of blessing a cup of wrath and it says he'll rain down fire and brimstone and horrible tempest the Bible says the way of transgressions are it needs to be hard so that people are doing you turn to get back and walk fellowship with the Lord amen. amen on the wicked somebody says I don't know why all these things happen to me. Well if it happened to me. I start doing an evaluation. Lord, is everything all right between me and you? Is there uh, David said, Lord, search me see if there be any wicked way in me. He said, I want to be right. Sometimes I can't see my wickedness. Sometimes I can't see what I've done wrong. Mm-hmm. Verse seven for the righteous Lord loveth righteousness. You know, He deserves us us to live right. His countenance doeth behold the upright. God, He, he knows my faults, mm-hmm. my down my uprising. Mm-hmm. Knows everything He know about me. There's some things that I, I don't know, but He knows. Mm-hmm. He knows what I can do. He won't ask me anything. I won't put no other burden upon me what I can bear. And even with temptation, makes a way of escape for me. Mm. I don't know, we're gonna get through chapter 12, but I'm gonna make an attempt at it. Help. All capitalized. Mm-hmm. Help, Lord. For the godly man ceases. You know, Isaiah had a little pity party. He said, Lord, uh, thy prophets have killed, and I, even I alone am left. And the Lord spoke to, to Elijah and said, I got seven thousand buddy that ain't bowed the knee to Baal. Sometimes we have that little pity party. Uh, that we think, you know, that we're the only ones having problems. Help, Lord, for the godly man sees us. God's got everything under control. There's nothing that He didn't have covered. Amen. Amen. For the faithful man failed. From the children of men, that might be true, but God's always got a re- reserve of people ready for the need, or ready for the for the situation. I'm telling you, God, when there was always going to be a Goliath. Make no mistake about there's going to be a Goliath, but there's always going to be a David to take the Goliath down. Amen? Amen. Says they speak vanity, every one with his neighbor, with flattering lips, with a double heart. Do they speak? You know that verse ought not even be in the Bible, but there it is. <laughs> Like I said, my mama used to say, if you ain't got something good to say about somebody, just keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. But if they speak vanity. Not only speak vanity, everyone with his neighbor, with flattering lips, and with a double heart do they speak. That's backstabbing is what that is. Verse three, the Lord shall cut off all flattering lips. I can't imagine maybe even no lips. I mean, I'd hate not to have my lips, but I'll tell you what, I want my lips not to be perverse. I want them to speak uh, the things uh, you know in the right way. Uh, I don't want to have uh, flattering lips, but he says the Lord shall cut off all flattering lips and the tongue that to speak proud things. I don't know if he knows this now, but he's going to cut the tongue off and the lips off. I don't want neither one of them. I don't want to speak right things, not perverse things. Mm-hmm. And uh, who has said with our tongue? We, with our tongue, will we prevail? Some, you know, some people are good. I mean, I, you don't want to get in a word sally with them. They're just able to belittle you, beat you down with words. Watching news this morning, I probably watched too much news, and of course they're trying to give. Uh, the defense secretary Austin Floyd trying to smooth over, sugarcoat, you know him uh, going AWOL, which made us vulnerable. I mean, he's the one's got to give the order, uh, you know, return fire or you know to to launch an attack against our enemy or whatever. Here he is in a hospital. And for those of you that don't know it, I'll I'll be a uh, I'll be discreet right here. He's got a partner. And now he's got a colon cancer. And he was being treated for it. And the treatment didn't go good. And he had some liberal... Look, the guy was very educated. But also this guy on Newsmax, which is all I'll watch anymore. I will watch Fox as long as it's tolerable. But I mainly watch Newsmax now. But this commentator that was interviewing this liberal... uh, one that was speaking trying to dismiss what Lloyd what Austin uh, Lord did there uh he was a military man and he knew how military conducted itself how you had to just you know take the chain of command and hand it to the next man if you had to step aside uh military conducts herself in that way so we can be defended so we can uh you know uh have the means uh, to protect ourselves, they function like a machine. It's got set up, you know, for for situations. Somebody step up to the to the place, uh, step up to the plate. If you got to step down, somebody take your place. Well, the one that's supposed to take his place was on vacation somewhere. I don't know, uh, Hawaii or somewhere. Couldn't even be reached. And, and you know what? The president didn't even know that he was not, uh, you know, doing his job. Man, he put the whole country in jeopardy. Oh my. I don't know how I got off on that rabbit. But they said with our tongue will we prevail. They think they can just somehow with words win. Mm -hmm. You know, I hate to say it like this. God's going to have a final say. Everybody's right in their own eyes. Proverbs 14.2 There's a way seems right unto a man, but in that way is death. Mentioned again in Proverbs chapter 16. God's going to have the final say. They will get their day in court. But I promise you this, they'll be speechless. They'll realize just as soon as they see God just how wrong they are. They won't have a word to say. There'll be no debates in heaven. I'll tell you, the great white throne judgment mentioned there in Revelation chapter 20 verse 11, when Jesus is sitting on that throne and death and hell are delivered up and the small and great stand before him, there won't be no debates in heaven. I'm glad I won't be in that line. I'm glad I'm in the line of redeemed. I done had my case, my court. I done had my hearing. And uh, in my case, uh, I had a good lawyer, got my, uh, my convictions, got my case thrown out of court. Uh, I, I got my, 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 my fine paid by, by the blood of Jesus. And now, praise God, I'm in the line of redeemed. We won't be before the great white throne judgment, but those that are going to be before the great white throne judgment, they're going to get their day in the court of God. And it's not going to be nothing like what they think. This verse here says, For who have said, With our tongue will we prevail. Good luck. Our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? They don't want God to be their Lord. They got their own Lord. Mm-hmm. They're trusting in themselves. Or they're trusting in something else or someone else. I'm glad, praise God, I put my trust in Him. Amen. Amen. Verse 1 of chapter 11. And the Lord put I my trust. Hold me. Verse 5. For the oppression of the poor. They're robbing the poor even right now. What's going on in our country right now, if you don't know, is an invasion. We had a president. I won't name no names this morning. But if you paid enough attention, like I do, of what's really going on in the hour and the days we're living in, we had a president one day stand before this nation, and he said these words. I won't forget them. There's some things I don't forget. He said, this is not your country. You didn't build America. Well, if we didn't, who did? And they're taking down statutes, rewriting history, and trying to pull it up. Their words will not prevail. Now, America is the closest thing to heaven on earth. But the effort to undermine the greatness of this country and the Constitution of this country and the people of this blessed country will be to no avail. God will intervene. Mm -hmm. But they're they're powerful. They're mighty. Uh, They're in great power. And they think you know they can somehow get around this word, somehow dismiss God and the word of God. They will not win. Uh, This this open border down there is nothing short of an invasion. They just showed that they took the school away from New York City and the children of that school were told to stay home. Look, only reason I'm saying what I'm saying about this school incident, they had military buildings up there empty, bigger than the school, better than the school, better accommodations than the school what we don't understand, this mystery of iniquity that's working right now, it's not no mystery to him. They say, Who is Lord over us? That's what Pharaoh said. Who is the Lord that I should obey him? For the oppression of the poor, for the sign of the needy, how will I arise, saith the Lord? I will set him in safety from him that puffeth at Him. You know, the one that, that's on our side. The Bible said, if God be for you, who can be against you? We, we don't have to worry. He's greater than all of our threats, all of our enemies. Those, you know, that puff at us and say, I'll show Him good luck. If you can get around Him to get to me, help yourself. I'm telling you, praise God, I've got an adversary, but I've also got an advocate. Glory to God. The sign of the needy we got a lot of people coming here, some of them for all the wrong reasons. The truth of that will be known soon enough. We've got terrorists. I'm talking about known terrorists coming across our border. We've got child abusers. We've got child trafficking. One child makes something like 400 million dollars or something. That's astronomical. Now it's unbelievable. But anybody that would stoop that low. Cry so much about racism. Cry so much about slavery. And here we got racism and slavery going on right now in the country. And they're immune to it. They don't even have an ear to hear it or eyes to see it going on right now. That's what this open border is all about. But here's another thing about that open border. The opportunity that it presents. People that need to be saved. People that need to hear about the love of God. They need to know that God loves them. And that God can forgive them. And that God can save them. i coming across that border too. I want to God that the church will be up to the opportunity that has it's presented itself with all the busting, with all of the sanctuary nonsense going on in this country. Would to God we can reach out to them and somehow win them to the Lord. It may be our last harvest. I don't know. It could be the last gleaning. I don't know. I just see it here. These people are poor and needy. I would to God that the evil that's coming across our border, the fentanyl, the trafficking, mm-hmm. all of that, I wish that was not so. But those poor needy people, I hope the church can get an eye for what opportunity has been brought. I mean, God's bringing them here. And we're here. And we've got the treasure. we got the truth of the Word of God in our earthly vessel. We need to carry that truth to them. Amen. The sign of the needy now will I arise, saith the Lord. I will set him in safety from him that puffeth. That's just about ready to happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, this year, like I said, going to be a challenging year, going to be a tough year. They're going to think that they're going to remove the church from the landscape. They're going to think they can come in here and take this Bible. You know, they. they they put forth a little bit of this effort and COVID, you know, shut down the churches, me and Brother Ed, we come over here, just me and him, we try to act like there's a hundred people here. We can't sing a lick, but we did get where we could sing that song, Won't It Be Wonderful There. Well they think they can censor, shut down the live stream, shut down the internet, shut down the cell phone, and all of that. And God said, I'll take care of that. And this is borderline preaching here. He said I will set him in safety from him that puffeth at him. Who is he that will harm me if he be doers of that is good, the Bible says. Now let's get to verse six. The words of the Lord. We've been talking about the word of God through this whole lesson this morning. The words of the Lord, they're a little different. My words, they're empty. Sometimes they're 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 void. Sometimes they're they're vain. Uh, they have no substance whatsoever. Most of the time I don't even know how vain my words are. But the words of the Lord are pure words as silver tried in the furnace of the earth purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. Thank God for the Word of God. By the Word of God, we know what's coming up yeah. on the calendar. By the Word of God, we understand the, the times we're living in, that they're perilous times. We understand the days are evil. We understand the time is short because of the Word of God. If they could get rid of this Word, they could have an advantage. I'm glad Jesus said in a proper, uh, Matthew 24, verse 35, Heaven, earth, the face of the wheat. But my word shall not pass away. word. We're always going to have the word of God. Verse 8. This is our problem today. Mm-hmm. The wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. Proverbs 29 verse 2 says, "The righteous, uh, When the righteous run forward, do the people rejoice. But when the wicked bear rule, the people mourn. Mm-hmm. This verse goes hand in hand with that wicked rule when the wicked walk on every side, you know uh, I, I know we've come down to that rainbow day, look, the rainbow was a covenant God gave that did not destroy the earth no more with water, and it done, took that blessing uh, that precious covenant that God made, that God said I'll see that bow in the clouds and I'll remember not to destroy the earth no more with water, and we see that rainbow up there and it reminds us of who put it up there but there's a bunch down here misconstrued that. Mm-hmm. They're in our government. They're in position of leadership. This verse kind of speaks about that. The wicked walk on every side where the vilest men are exalted. We saw bare breast on the White House lawn. We saw a rainbow flag in between two American flags. And for those of you that don't know, I'll be discreet right here. We saw room 216. If you know what that means, you'll know that shouldn't have ever happened. Mm -hmm. And it was videotaped. And it was rubbed in the face of God-fearing Americans like it was a mockery. Look what we've done. Look where we are. Look where God is. Father, we thank you for this lesson this morning. It stirred my heart more that I even realized, Lord, you was going to speak about these two short chapters. Thank you for your word. Thank you, thank you for being God. Thank you for your throne being above every throne. Thank you, Lord, giving us opportunity to have a home in heaven, to give us opportunity, Lord, to be forgiven, to be washed, to be cleansed, Lord, to be blessed. Thank you, Lord, for the goodness of God, or to lead men to repentance. Lord, one of our prayers is that this world will see its sad condition. Mm-hmm. That this world would get sick of sin. That this world would seek a refuge for their soul. That's one of my earnest prayers, Lord. Mm-hmm. I used to be like them. I used to be, Lord, in the world, and of the world, and had the mind of this world, the appetite of this world, the morals of this world. I'm glad I'm not no more. I'm glad I've been redeemed. Help, Lord, I pray. In Christ's name, we ask it. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you for listening in this morning. Like I said, that borderline preaching. Maryland Sisson said All the only difference between teaching and preaching is preaching's teaching, set on fire. And I have to admit, there is a little bit of spirit. Oh, and God gets in something. Amen. And hallelujah for it. I hate them dry uh, services. Amen.